Hello, and welcome to the third installment of All Ears with Alpha. I'm Sabrina Fox, Chief Executive Officer of the European Leverage Finance Association, a professional trade association with over 50 buy-side members. In this podcast, we will talk to Alpha Committee chairs and members about some of the many projects we're working on now, so you can get to know the people behind that work, which is designed to support engagement, disclosure, and transparency in the high-yield, leveraged loan, private debt, and CLO markets. We discuss existing projects, announce new initiatives, and take you behind the scenes with the people who make the Alpha magic happen. In this conversation, we will be speaking with the co-chairs of our Diversity and Inclusion Committee, Aiza Ali of Barings and Senan Kiran of Muzinich. Aiza, what does diversity and inclusion mean to you and Alpha's DNI committee as a whole? Uh, thanks very much, uh, Sabrina, for inviting us uh, to this episode of All Ears with Alpha, and thank you for shining a light on the work that our committee does. Um, it's a very broad question, but I guess I'd start off by saying that if I were to take a cross-section of the working population of even just, say, London, then that's not what is reflected in our industry. And there are a million and one reasons for that, obviously, and some of them are completely valid. Not everyone, not not the, sa the same industries don't appeal to everyone, and um, some personality types fit better in other areas, what you study, etc. But then there are also a lot of reasons that don't really make a lot of sense. And I guess that is the crux of what diversity and inclusion means to me. We need to, we need to work towards um, making sure that those two, those reasons that can't be explained work out of the system. And why is that good? Obviously it's good because it's absolutely the right thing to do, but it's also to the benefit of our industry. We work in a people oriented business. So inclusion, is important because it creates loyalty in your workforce, which leads to a more productive workforce overall. And diversity is important because diversity of thought is what makes us make the best decisions. And if we all think the same way, then we're all making the same mistakes. So the opportunity to have many different voices around the table is what will differentiate one firm from another. So it's absolutely something that is one, the right things to do, and two, it is to the benefit of the industry overall. In terms of the committee, um, it's just such a good tool for facilitating this. We're so many members in Alpha, um, as you mentioned, and not everyone has the same resources to put to work, even though we've all decided that this is an important area for us to focus on. So if, we can, if we're all agreed that it's important, but we all have different levels of resource that we can dedicate to the cause, then it makes absolute sense that a trade association like Alpha bridge those gaps and make sure there's knowledge sharing and resource sharing so that we can all as a collective work towards the improvement that we want to see. That's fantastic. I, I have to admit the DNI committee is, is one of my favorites. I'm so proud of the work that you all have done. Sinan, I wanted to ask what the highlights were for you of 2021's DNI projects. Um, well, uh, not because we are co-chairs, but we did some <laughs> amazing work and it's difficult to choose. But if I had to highlight a couple, I would maybe start with the career workshop day where actually we met Michael, our research analyst, uh, which was a great contribution to the Fantastic. team at uh, Alpha. 
and then um, the diversity partnership fair where we uh, brought uh, about more than 10 institutions that uh, focus on diversity and inclusion, including charities and recruitment firms with our member firms and some partnerships developed from that. Um, and then uh, obviously the diversity and inclusion policy report, which took some time and <laughs> a lot of effort, but I think it was good in a way that because we could incorporate the survey results from uh, work from home in that and in this you know, post pandemic world, it was helpful. And last but not the least, uh, our panel discussion overcoming obstacles, which was the last thing we did in 2021. That, those would be the highlights. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Obviously, selfishly, so pleased to have, ha, uh, you know, welcome Michael onto our team from the career day. And also Sneha uh, as well came through that. That's right. Next sort of uh, hosting of that event will happen hopefully sometime later in February or March. And we're very much looking forward to that and hoping to make it an even bigger one this time. The diversity and inclusion policy report that we published, uh, Fostering Inclusivity, is available on our website. So if anyone wants to go and take a look, you can uh, you can see that. And one of the things that is great about it is the sort of uh, engagement that we did, not just with our member firms, but also with our members. So there is some interplay between what employers are doing and, and how employees are looking at that, uh, which is very interesting, very interesting color. So I encourage everyone to check that out. Isa, was there anything in particular you found interesting or surprising? Um, yeah, so one of the most interesting things I think to come out of that one was to do with our parental leave questions. Uh, I think what was really interesting was that the majority of firms that responded said that they either intended to or already had a shared parental leave policy. And I think we talk a lot about how far the industry needs to move to to get better at diversity and inclusion, but this is actually a very good example of an area which, say, in the last five, 10 years has actually improved, possibly beyond recognition. I think, um, not that I was in the industry 10 years ago, but it was a world where it was maternity leave only, where paternity leave was either not taken or if was taken, it was the statutory two weeks or whatever it is. And I don't think we know many children that can get raised in, in that kind of time frame. <laughs> so um, it's, it's one of those areas which now that we're kind of acknowledging the partnership that parents have to put to work in order to facilitate that and the reality that both parents could be working the father could be working and the mother not the mother could be working and the father not it's the acknowledgement of those things which are now making it which are now either in uh, firm-wide policies or are soon to be included in firm-wide policies was a really interesting and actually quite a heartening finding of our report um and then i would also say like you mentioned the 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 cross-section that we had in there which was what the employers are doing and what the employees are doing a small comfort to come out of that one was the overlap matched quite closely in terms of how many days in the office people want employers kind of want you in there for three days um and you kind of want to be in there for two days so it's close enough i think happy medium can be reached without too much frustration on either side so so that was a comforting finding i think but definitely the most surprising uh, one was on shared leave senan are there any themes you'd like to explore in next year's survey i guess i already touched in the sense that um around the parental leave 
um, we had this conversation with uh, another institution yesterday, but how adoption comes into the uh, parental leave, how um, that fits into the policies around that. And also maybe something to explore would be, and um, it's like less talked about is neuros diversity is a, a subject we can explore more and uh, work from home. I don't think we are done in the sense like, you know, we were in the office, then sent back, then move, go back. So it's still, you know, in the place and not settled in any shape or form. And the, I think more importantly, Sabrina, when we're back in the office for good, what the world will look like when it comes to the flexibilities that the employers are happy to extend to their uh, employees. So those would be pretty much like um, what I think we should incorporate in our survey. That's great. I look forward to that as well. And if anyone listening has any ideas or thoughts for what we could explore, please do send those through. We reach out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Senan, what are you looking forward to achieving with Alpha in the diversity and inclusion space in 2022? Um, I think what we um, set out to do from the beginning, which was now almost three years, I guess, is to, um, you know, um, set the best practices for this industry when it came to diversity and inclusion. And we have done tremendous amounts of work to achieve that. Uh, we are actually going to even collaborate with Standards Board for Alternative Investments. I, I have a meeting to them, the first meeting with them today. So they also work for um, uh, such standards within this space. Um, so uh, that's the ultimate aim. And I'm hoping having this three years of work behind us this year, we will be able to publish our guide for that. Uh, and uh, I'm not you know, going to go into every single project we will be too. Uh, but that for me, that's the main main goal for this year. Great. Isa, how excited are you about our career day coming up in the near future? And what do you hope that prospective students who attend will gain from it? So our career day is actually one of the events that I'm most proud of and Sanan is most proud of, um, as mentioned. It's, first of all, if I just talk about why it's important, right? Because resources are not equally distributed and to be good at the jobs that we offer in our industry, it shouldn't require you to have a network that can get you in those jobs, right? It shouldn't require you to have this deep embedded existing knowledge, which you can only get from personal anecdotes. You can only get from the best universities that have really evolved careers days, etc. So that's just unfair because it's personality types that we look for. So that's why the idea was born in the first place. So the objective with it has always been, if you have been unsuccessful in securing an internship, and we in the past reached out only to kind of quote unquote, the non-target universities, the universities that big bulge bracket banks maybe aren't dedicating resources to market to um, for their graduate schemes, et cetera, even though the, the target university concept is slowly being worked out for this very reason. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess there's still a bit of a hangover uh, in, uh, in education from that still. So we want to reach out to those students to say, just, give us any kind of motivation for why you want to be in a better position 
uh, and you want to do, you want a role in this industry. And then what we will provide you with is CV training and interview prep and uh, just knowledge about the industry and the different roles available so you can make a more informed decision. It was a much smaller scale last year um, because it was the first time you were running it. And there's a lot of learnings that we want to to use from that we want to go out to societies more this time around because I think it's if, if you're part of the finance society regardless of what you're studying you've demonstrated that you want to maybe move into this industry right yeah um, and I think it will be so helpful in allowing those individuals to actually secure these jobs that they want that they have thought about and they yeah. think they have the aptitude for but they just don't have the existing knowledge base to build from and we're hoping to keep a lot more emails on file so we yeah. can chart their progress so we can find out just how successful these events are being. Um, obviously, I think the world of Michael and Sneha and this opportunity with Alpha is going to really propel their careers. Absolutely. Um, and I'm really excited to see where they end up and what they do. And it will be so so satisfying to see that through the lens of if we hadn't done that career day last year then maybe this wouldn't be the career they'd be charting yeah i'm getting the hair standing up thing again because i completely agree with you obviously you know what they have contributed to alpha already even in the short time they've been a part of our organization has been fantastic just having those fresh minds applying their creative thought to what we do and how we do it is is such a gift and they're so young, right? I mean, yeah. my first foray in developing anything of that caliber or contributing in that way was with this committee. And I was 28 when you approached me for the DNI committee, right? Yeah. And they're what, writing ESG reports, yeah. writing um, inclusion questionnaires at mm -hmm. 21, 20, how, how old are they? So it's, yeah. it's absolutely, nobody has that kind of a CV now. Yeah. And so, yeah, so what the tiny part that we played in that is just something yeah. I will cherish forever. I completely agree with you. Uh, and you mentioned about becoming co-chair at 28. I, I wanted to ask you whether and, and how you think being part of Alpha has helped you achieve any of your personal or professional goals and what you enjoy most about it. Yeah, so what I hadn't realized prior to joining Alpha is how much satisfaction I would actually derive from something like it. I hadn't actually entertained the possibility of being a part of something like that. Even when we sat down and had that coffee at Cojon, I think um, we, I was thinking I'm, I'm being recruited as a member. I'll be a cog in a wheel um, and someone else is the one who's going to be turning it. <laughs> and then it was as that conversation continued that I realized, oh no, no, I'm, I'm uh, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually running the show here. And it's, it challenged me professionally and personally, but I think I've, I think I've surprised myself, even if I guess from the outside looking in, maybe it doesn't seem as though it should have, it should have been that surprising, but I've surprised myself with how well I've taken to the role mm -hmm. and the ideas that I've generated, the work that we've done as a collective, uh, working with Sanan, who obviously has so much experience in the industry leads her own team at Mizunich is just an all-round superstar <laughs> and just a, an absolute success story for diversity and just for professional uh kind of success 
yeah. and uh, to work on an even keel with her to achieve what we have achieved, I think is both a professional and a personal success. What I enjoy most about it, I think, is the idea generation. It's what stresses me out the most as well. <laughs> um, but once just once we've got something bedded down as we're going to do this and then to see yeah. how many steps that it takes to actually get it and realize and execute, I think is there's nothing quite like it. And yeah. it starts with that moment, with that spark of an idea, which is what the career day was, which is yeah. what the DNI questionnaire was. Um, yeah. And seeing that little thing translate into something with such broad impact is it's immensely satisfying. <laughs> okay, now we are going to talk a bit about interesting resources, books, movies, or videos for anyone wanting to increase their knowledge on DNI matters. Can you share any of those for us, Isa? Yeah, so actually what I wanted to say on that was I'm I'm a keen reader, but I am absolutely more geared towards fiction than nonfiction. Yeah. That's what's more enjoyable to me. But I think what's and we've talked about this in response to various questions, both Sanan and I, through the, through the course of this podcast. And it's only when you start thinking from the perspective of others that you really evolve into being able to understand what diversity and what inclusivity mean to a lot of people. Yeah. And so I think books are actually a brilliant way to do that because they'll make you walk a mile in someone else's shoes. They'll make you read from their perspective, uh, live their life. Uh, from yep. their perspective and two books that I would absolutely wholeheartedly recommend are one is Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. It's a Booker Prize winner. It literally just outlines uh, snapshots in time, the lives of various women, um, uh, ethnic minorities, uh, non-binary individuals. It just walk a mile in their shoes see what their life is like and it's a work of fiction but it'll make you think in terms that you've not thought before and that's so much of the job done in terms of being able to understand the significance that dni has and then the other one is kim ji young born 1982 which is a korean translation but talks about the life of a girl a woman kim ji young through her childhood through her adulthood through her married life uh, and how being a woman in uh, her society through several years, uh, through various decades has shaped who she is and how things have improved and the ways in which they haven't. So those are two books that I would absolutely encourage everyone to read. The second one is really short, so you'll get through it in a weekend. So absolutely find those, pick them up and you will probably thank me. That is brilliant. Thank you so much for that. I will definitely be putting those on, on my shopping list for the next time I walk into a bookstore. So thank you. Before we wrap up, I would like to ask a more lighthearted question. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would you choose? Let's start with you, Simon. It's <laughs> difficult for one to talk about uh, oneself, uh, but I guess this is the whole point of uh, the work we're doing, right? So that it becomes easier and easier and it's okay to do so. But I will start with something um, that my neighbor, upstairs neighbor calls me, he calls me tenacious. And um, that was the first I heard that word actually from him. And then I guess I am a caring person, uh, whether it's people, environment, whatever in general I care. And um, what else? Maybe reliable? Reliable, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm there. 
when I when I need to be there, I'm there. That's fantastic. I can definitely vouch for caring as well for Sanan because every time I accidentally let out some minor self-deprecating comments Sanan's on Bloomberg chat to me immediately being like, you can't say that about yourself. You're amazing. You're doing great. Oh, that's um, so great. <laughs> so when I see that chat go green, I'm like, oh, did I say something mildly <laughs> negative about myself? Sanan's coming in there with a positive, with positive feedback to undo the negative energy. Brilliant. Isa, which three words would you choose? And let's make them positive words. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are positive. Um, so uh, I went with um, passionate uh, as uh, everything that I do uh, or that I want to put my mind to, I think that I then go for it full force um, and kind of link to that. I'm also quite driven, uh, pushing myself forward, trying to get better at, uh, at everything that I, that I truly care about. And then inquisitive, and I think that's one of the things that makes me good at my job, which is required, which requires just a lot of, um, a lot of asking management companies loads of questions, try to get underneath exactly what the business does and what makes it tick and all of that. And I really yeah. enjoy that. It's it's kind of definitely uh, the right career for me. And I think it's because I'm quite an inquisitive or a quite curious person by nature. Well, all of those young people out there who think they hear themselves in those words should definitely check out our career day coming up, which we will have information posted about on our website, which you can find at www.elfinvestors.com. And that just leaves me to thank you, Isa and Senan, for joining us today on All Ears with Alpha. And thank you listeners for tuning in. I hope that you will come back again next time when we will speak with members of one of our other initiative committees. I look forward to speaking with you then. Thanks everybody. Mm -hmm.